It's a Tuesday. It's time to talk some college baseball. Eric Sorensen, D1 Baseball, with us right now, and he's actually in the central time zone. Eric, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm staying at my rich friend's downtown flat in Dallas right now, which overlooks the city. I feel like I'm living high on the hog or, I, I, or I'm an interloper or something, but, man, I'm doing good. Thanks yeah. for asking. It's nice to have uh, rich friends because all of my friends are dirt poor. I'm so, uh, you, you're lucky. <laughs> I am very lucky, and it's a great place because I got, I got a lot of college baseball on both ends of this week that I'm uh, taking part in, so it kind of kind of works out that way. All right, we talked about this a little bit last week and what you were planning on doing, and uh, you know, obviously getting to Texas and you know Arkansas State, or excuse me, Arkansas and Oregon State were there. Yeah. Uh, you didn't go to see Arkansas State, but uh, Arkansas, Oregon State were there. Uh, they played on Friday, though. You didn't see that one. I guess take me through what you did see. Yeah, that was a great weekend here uh, at, at Globe Life, and, and unfortunately, you're right. I missed the whole Arkansas or Oregon State game where Hagen Smith struck out 17 guys and it seemed like three or four innings, whatever it was. One thing I'll make, one comment I'll make about that game, however, is Arkansas was dominating with Hagen Smith up four to zip when he left the game. Oregon State almost came back to win that game, or at least almost came back to tie. They had the tying run on third base in the ninth inning when uh, Arkansas finally got the last out. So one thing I'm kind of looking at is Arkansas's bullpen. I saw them almost implode against Michigan. They were at 4-1 going into the ninth inning, and Michigan had the bases loaded when Arkansas escaped. So Arkansas's offense is nothing that's really going to scare too many people. Their pitching, obviously, with Hagan Smith is great, but the bullpen kind of seems like it's something you're going to have to keep an eye on. So that was one of the things that stuck out to me at the games at Globe Life Field and where the Rangers play. Uh, again, Oregon State just looks looked really smooth offensively. Somebody's going to step up. Their, their order, one through nine, anybody can step up, it seems like, uh, to win a game for them. And then I also got a chance to see Dallas Baptist, who just joined the top 25 this week. Uh, kind of a little bit of a surprise that Dallas Baptist wasn't ranked going into the season, but boy, they look good. Now, granted, they were playing Central Michigan, a team that hadn't played a lot of outside baseball yet, but Dallas Baptist really hits the ball well. They had four, I think they had four, maybe five home runs in that game against Central Michigan, so kind of a team to watch out for. That's kind of what I saw this past weekend here in Dallas. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, Dallas Baptist into the top 25 now, 7-0, and and uh, people that uh, follow the Missouri Valley Conference will remember them. They're no longer in the Missouri yeah. Valley Conference, though. They're in, the, they're in Conference yeah. USA. It's kind of hard to keep track of what's what, but uh, it's kind of, I guess, the way of the world right now. Um, there yeah. was no change in the top five there, the D1 Baseball top 25, uh, despite you know, losses for Wake Forest, Arkansas, LSU, those are forgiven. They're still 1-2-3. Florida went 5-0. and TCU went 4-0. and That uh, remains the top five. You mentioned Oregon State yeah. jumping up a spot to number six. Uh, A&M, seven. Tennessee, eight. Vanderbilt, nine. Clemson, ten. Anything from any of those teams that you can, uh, you know, give us some little uh, morsels of, of knowledge about any of those groups that stand <laughs> out to you? Well, one thing we're going to find out is LSU is finally going to play somebody this week. They yeah. got a—they're coming over to a Minute Maid Park, which I'm going down to on Saturday. Going to see some games down there. They're going to play a, a Texas and Texas State, I believe, as part of their schedule. Nice. Um, yeah, one of the things I, I will say, TCU was a team I was really interested in seeing what was going to happen because they gave up a lot of runs against Florida Gulf Coast in the opening weekend. And UCLA came to town. Uh, UCLA, a team I'd seen on opening weekend as well, looked really good. 
and TCU just laid the wood to them. I, they didn't kill them. I, they, it, wasn't, it wasn't blowouts every game, but they swept all three games from what I think is a pretty good UCLA team. We'll see if that stays that way. But TCU really impressed me. I, this, this is a team that uh, has, has a lot of balance, uh, good arms. Uh, a pitcher, Peyton Toll, is a, from Wichita State. He's a transfer that – one of those guys like Shohei Atani type where he can play – he's, he's a great hitter, slugger at the, at the dish – and a power arm on the mound. So TCU is a team I'm really going to look forward to seeing how they do this year, uh, and they might be one of those teams that uh, makes it to Omaha here in June. Yeah, so that's the top ten. Again, talking with Eric Sorensen, D1 Baseball. Others that uh, moved in this week. Campbell is back. Uh, we, we've been we've seen Campbell over the years, and Auburn is now into the top 25. What 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 uh, can you tell us about those two teams? I don't know much about either. I'm going to be quite honest about yeah. it. However, yeah, but you're right. Campbell's one of these teams that's kind of snuck in and out and been in the regionals and like won 40 games uh, like a number of times over the last few seasons. Um, so I'll give them credit for that. And they're a good mid-major, kind of like Dallas Baptist, just good mid-major to keep an eye on. As far as Auburn, I'm still I'm not crazy about them. I know they beat Iowa this past weekend. Yeah. I'm still not certain they're a top 25 team. If if you ask me personally, they did lose to Virginia, close game though. Um, gonna find out a little bit about, about them because they've got. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I'm looking at it now. They've got Connecticut coming to town this weekend, and Connecticut's kind of an injured animal. They went out to Cal and lost all three games to Cal Berkeley, and now they're going down to Auburn. So that's a tough back to backer for that for Connecticut. But I think we're gonna find out a little bit more about Auburn this weekend. Even though you got to give them credit, they did beat Iowa uh, with Brody Brecht on the mound, although he didn't he didn't uh, didn't factor into the decision, but. Yeah, so give Auburn a little bit of credit right now. I'm still waiting, kind of a wait and see uh, with them this year, though. Yeah, you mentioned Iowa, so we got to talk about the Hawkeyes. They're fall, they fall out of the top 25. A tough weekend in Jacksonville, allowing a total yeah. of 31 runs against Auburn, Virginia, and Wichita State. Now, uh, obviously, I think the, the strength of this Iowa team and why they were rated in the top 25 was that one-two punch of Brecht and Morgan. And unfortunately for them, uh, again, the pitching wasn't so great. But again, you've mentioned many times, you kind of early on, you kind of take it with a grain of salt. They haven't, uh, <laughs> you know, been outside so much. This is a Midwestern team, probably likely to be their strongest later on in the year, but doesn't really help them right yeah. now when they were unable to pick up uh, any resume wins this past weekend. Yeah, two things about this, though. First, once again, you can't blame any of the starters. They're starters that you just mentioned, yeah. uh, Breck Morgan and uh, Obermiller. They did fine. I mean, they didn't get uh, the hell beat out of them or anything like that. It was the bullpen that you have to kind of worry about. Kind of like with Arkansas, I'm a little bit worried about Iowa's bullpen. But the other good thing is they they hit pretty well. They scored some runs this week, and it's not like they were getting shut out or anything like that. They put nine runs against a good Virginia team, uh, you know, not a six against Wichita State. So it's not a total loss. And and yeah, as I say, it's kind of let's let's wait and see about four or five weeks into the season what they really look like. And again, I'm we keep pointing toward this coming weekend. They're going to be at Ole Miss, a team that is four and four right now and just not looking very sharp against some meager competition. So it'll be really interesting to see how Iowa does going into Oxford, Mississippi to play a team like Ole Miss, who's going to have 10, you know, eight, nine, 10,000 fans there. It'll be really interesting to see how they do. I'd look for them to bounce back because I really think Ole Miss. Kind of a three-legged dog again this year. It doesn't look good for them right now, but let's let's see what happens this weekend. Interesting series there in in, uh, in Oxford. How about uh, Nebraska going to Grand Canyon? They take three out of four. That's a Grand Canyon team yeah. that generally is a, a, a NCAA tournament team, and they were four and zero going into it. But Nebraska got pitching, they got hitting, uh, and then they kind of survived there in a wild one on Sunday. 
Yeah, that was, I'll have to admit, Derek, that kind of surprised me a little bit about the Huskers um, in a good way because, yeah, I, I just thought Grand Canyon is solid as a mid-major goes. They've been as good as, as just about any mid-major out there the last few years. I, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming three straight with – or not three straight, but three out of four at Grand Canyon. Boy, that's a really good sign. I know we talked about Nebraska's opening weekend. They blew a couple of games. What was it against uh, Texas Tech and Oklahoma? They blew right. some games in the ninth inning. So this was a really good sign for them to go on the road. And, be, by the way, Grand Canyon – has a surprisingly good stadium and fan support. They get like 4,000 fans for their games uh, each week. So that's kind of an interesting place to go and win four games. So I'm really encouraged by what uh, the Cornhuskers pulled off this past week. And I, I just – I look forward to seeing what they what they turn into this year. Well, we got to give your Creighton Blue Jays a little love too. They're still undefeated, uh, but no love for the D1 baseball top 25, huh? I suppose uh, those, <laughs> those wins weren't all that impressive. Well, here's the thing. I, I'll, I'll plug myself a little bit. I'm, uh, I'm going actually down to Houston on Saturday to see some games at, at uh, Minute Maid Park. But on Sunday, I might be going out to see the Blue Jays play out in uh, uh, the Sugarland Classic, not too far away from downtown Houston. I'll get more of a beat on what they are uh, this year when I get to see them. But I, I'm just glad they are pulling some wins. That's kind of what I, I just want to see. I don't care if they win 25 nothing or 2-1. to one, So, Let's see what the Blue Jays turn into. I hope to get a chance to see them this weekend, and I'll give you a report next Tuesday when we get back together again. All right, so you're sticking around Texas. I know there's a – and you've mentioned a couple of matchups. Is there anything else that you want to point out that you'll be able to see? I know Indiana, who's moving up, they're in the top 20. we got Dallas, yeah. ba Dallas Baptist this upcoming week. I don't know if you're planning on any of that at all. Well, I, I'm that – that tournament's being covered by Aaron Fitt, the Frisco tournament. Of course. And again, yeah, that, that's <laughs> going to be – yeah, he gets the better morsels. But, no, that's going to be really interesting. Like we mentioned about Dallas Baptist and Indiana playing in it, Arizona and Alabama as well. Friday, I'm going to be here seeing Arizona, Arizona State, Texas A&M, and USC uh, TCU. Nice. That's going to be playing at Globe Life in, indoors at, where the Rangers play again. So I'm going to see that before I shuttle down to Houston to see the uh, classic at Minute Maid with Vanderbilt, Texas, and LSU part of that field. So I'll get a chance to see some of these teams. A uh, lot of interesting games, a lot of interesting matchups coming up this weekend. Yeah, no doubt, and especially there in the state of Texas in uh, a lot of different uh, locations as well. Eric, uh, we appreciate the time. Uh, thanks a lot, and we hope yeah. you have a great rest of your week. Enjoy the baseball, all right? Yeah, man. Thanks, Derek. I'll see you next week.